When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The Hyundai SUV sale event is on now. Offers available. Visit your local Hyundai showroom today. The Run Home with Kimbo and the Rooch. show two minutes past three on a beautiful Tuesday afternoon. Kimba on the Roots with you thanks to Hyundai and Lumo Energy currently 23.8 degrees outside. We are live and interactive. We love it. You can jump on the Mornteen Hyundai text line on 0427 154 166 and have your say on anything regarding sport or life in general. All right let's welcome the man the myth the mongrel no no sorry the legend the Roots. What's the matter do you Hello, Kim. How you going? Much better today. Are you? What was wrong with yesterday? Once it gets beyond 27. Oh, the heat. I collapse. You are pathetic. Rich. Thank you. Yeah, well, you're in a better frame of mind yesterday than you were today. It happened you, you, this morning. Second, oh, what's it happened? happened? No, what happened? No, 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 no. Putting it all out there. Really? Oh, Kim. You can't touch on it and not. You either just Kim plow on. Just, you, you just find the simplest things become the most complicated, don't they? Are you getting Where's tired with life, are you? No, I'm getting tired with people not using common sense. Was this in a sporting just general, world? Or? Just general You're not things. going to tell us more? No, I don't want to bore people. Does it involve money? I'm sure. No. No? Have you got some? <laughs> you got You're more offering? than a bulk and put Roach. Hey, we've got a great show coming up. We've got off to a flying start already. The original Ange from Croydon yes. is walking past, knocked yes. on the window. Thanks, and he's gone and grabbed us a coffee. Well, well you grabbed me a coffee. I don't know what he got for you. What, what sort of sport milk have you got? I've got a weak flat white weak with one sugar and white. I love it. The original Ange, and he's gone gun shy. He's been a regular on our show since we started. Mm. Regular caller, texter. Yeah. I said, right, we'll get you in the studio live. Said, no, 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 no. But you're coming in, Ange, all right? We're going to do it after the first break. Mm. Good show coming up, Roach. You're probably not aware who we got on the show. That's the way we roll here. Do you know who we've got on today? I know we're going to get involved with Live Golf. We are. I know we're going to go to the Port Adelaide Football Club. Well, we are. We're going down to uh, Encounter Bay. And we're going to speak to one of their... Young stars. We, we will, Rouge. We'll go through it in order, yep. chronologically. 3.35, Barat Sundarasan will join us. Our good friend, Barat. He is huge. I think we launched him, actually. It's 
great story. Benny worked with him here at the Adelaide Oval during the test mm. match. He said that he cannot walk around the ground without being mobbed by the fans. And he is a man of the people. Yes, he is. And the players love him as well. I know. And he stands out because he's a good human. Who did so, he do the podcast with recently where he told his life story? Very good no. Well, you can ask him, Ruth. Yeah, I will. We'll, we'll promote it. Uh, all right, of course, the third and final T20 game on is mm. in, on in WA. Hey, where's Agar? Well, we've claimed him. Huh. And Fraser, okay. Yeah, and Fraser right. McGurk. Okay. Oh, they may be getting a run. More on that. <laughs> well, we claimed Bradman in the end, didn't we? Yeah, well, <laughs> my wife Hello. Uh, used to uh, serve him at the bank, at the ANZ Bank. He used to always, she was a teller there. He'd always go to her. I should ask more. No, no, a lot of people were intimidated by him. Yes, but, uh, absolutely. Yeah, uh, Linny was his favourite. Uh, at 3.50, the time-honoured journalistic masterpiece known as Roochie's Roast. Ah, is it back, is it? Yes, it is back, right. Rooch. Uh, who are you roasting today? Oh, we're just going to go through a time-honoured part of sport. People who make mistakes and how they react with those mistakes. Oh, really? Would this have anything to do with uh, some rugby league players? You're guaranteed one of those a year, aren't they? If not one, one a month. Oh, it was an easy. Dear. It was an easy. That was a low picking fruit is, to start with. Is it boys being boys or? Well, mm. let's work through that. I'd right. like to discuss that with you because. Are you going hard on, or is it just? Uh, no, I want to open the debate, and you've been there. You've been there. I haven't had to do a public apology. No, but you've been among men who have let I, themselves I'm glad down. That, I'm glad there weren't a lot of mobile phones around back in my That's day. That's my point. Which, That's my mm. point. All right, Ruchi's Roast at 3.50. At 4 o'clock, we'll be joined by Nick Haslam. He's mm. the Executive Tournament Director of Live Golf Adelaide. That gets underway, Roach, on the 26th to the 28th of April at the Grange Golf Club. It was huge. That is going to be Perhaps huge. the golfing tournament of the world last year. Probably changed, a few, things, majors, changed a few things in golf dynamics as well, didn't oh, it? Very much so. And Johnny Rahm will be here this year. He only signed for a couple of hundred million or whatever it was. <laughs> How do, we get a gig? How do we get a gig like that? Well, you need ability, Roach. Well, we've got ability. Not, Not on the golf. golf Not on the golf no. course. And at 4.35, uh, looking forward to this, mm. Jason Horn francis will yep. join us. Um, he's down on the Flurio. He'll be at the Encounter Bay Footy Club. I spoke to Daniel Norton from the Port Adelaide Footy Club today, their yes. media manager, yes. and Lucas. Yes. Uh, they're on their way down in the car, carpooling together. Well done. Um, these communi community camps are great for the country communities. Yes, and there should be more of them. Yeah, and of course the Crows will be in Port Lincoln. And I keep saying, if you're going to have Port Adelaide and Crows play in the summer, don't play them in the city. Play them in the regional areas. And where's it being played? At Albert and Oval. I don't even think they should play. Kim, I've been on that bandwagon for too long. But if Does it cheapen to do the it, showdown? We'll ask Ange that as a mad port man. Does it cheapen the showdown? Well, no, so people just see it for a trial it, game. It cuts the budgets. That the AFL, I know. You don't have yeah, to fly and all trial. that. But, it, but I would still say if you're going to do that, mm. knowing that so many country people cannot get to a showdown mm. because they're lockout games, well, yep. give them the next – I know it's not the same, but give them the opportunity well, in the summer. We did a few years ago. Did we, we went ever? to Port Pirie. Yes. Because Kane and I had to drive up mm. there. Kane drove. We, sp yep. we spent 22 hours of 24 hours together. Before that, we did one at Encounter Bay. We did one uh, on the York Peninsula. Mm. Now we don't do them anymore. So that's, let's get on the story there. Sorry, how, sorry. I, I, thought, I thought the natural response would be, how did you go 22 hours, you know, with Kane? No, I'm not lighting that fuse. How well, did you go? Good. It was oh, enjoyable. Good. Right. He, he shouted breakfast too. No, we're good chinwags. Good. Um, all righty. So good. Good, 
good show coming up. Hey, what we'll do, Roach, should we do around the grounds? No, we'll do them afterwards. We'll All get right. to a break on time. We'll get the original Ange from Croydon in, see what he's fired up about, if there's anything at all. We'll find out. Hey, this Are we is going Kibar to ask him Norwich. how he voted? Or oh, yeah. We'll ask him. He's well. talking to Ben at the moment, so yeah. we'll, we'll ask that, Rooch. All righty. We need to go to a break. <laughs> We're here thanks to uh, Monteam Hyundai. That's the text line, 0427-154-166. And Lumo. And just a reminder, Rooch, get ready tomorrow. <laughs> yes. Oh, you've got to have to put a... Uh, a wheelbarrow out the front of your house. It's Valentine's Day tomorrow. Oh, the extra mail that comes through. You think I didn't prepare the letterbox today? Mm, really? Yes. Yes. You're expecting put a, a bit. I put an extra bag underneath it so it can just keep flowing through. All right. That's a must to make anyone feel sick. Let's go to oh, a break. Oh, Kim. The Hyundai SUV sale event is on now. Offers available. Visit your local Hyundai showroom today. The Run Home with Kimbo and The Rooch. Nearly 3.15 on a Tuesday afternoon. Beautiful day outside. Currently, oh, it's disappeared, Rooch. What was it before? I have no idea. Can Just turned around I think it was 26 gone. or 27. It? Yeah. It's a nice day. Trust well, where us. Where does it go? Uh, on the screen there. I don't yeah. know. It's just that disappeared. It's meant to give yeah. us all this information. Yep. Mostly cloudy. Well, that's Thursday. Mm. Uh, tomorrow is going to be 27, Roach. Anyway, okay, thank you. We, we digress. Good show coming up. Uh, Barat Sundararson joining us after 3.30. Nick Haslam, mm. uh, Executive Director of Live Golf, will be live in the studio. And Jason Horn francis at 4.30. Big show. Stack of text coming through. This one says, I love finishing work, jumping into my ute and listening to my two favourite fossils. That's mm. from Tony. Now, a fossil, that's offensive. I'm more of an embryo, I think, Roach. I agree. You are far from fully developed. Oh, <laughs> boom, boom. I'm a work in progress. I'll take that as a compliment. <laughs> All, All right. right. All right, do some work, you prick. Hey, <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Come on. We're not on holidays wow. now. We've got to get decorum and respect into this embryo. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Take uh, a lot of genetics, not, Roach. Yeah, oh, no. oh, Linesy <laughs> just chipping in with right, his two bobs worth. Wow. Uh, all right, let's go around the grounds, find out what's yes. happening. There's a board battle on at the Adelaide Crows, and I can tell you it's not quite as salacious as Tretters versus Abba. thought you were trying to build something up that isn't there. No, no, this one's okay. as boring as... Oh, no, no, it's important. It These is. board it is, elections are important because... If you're going to be blasé about it, then don't complain when something goes wrong at your footy club. Oh, what did the board... Well, were you interested in the beginning about who you were putting on the board? Well, Get involved. Well, Are you a member at Adelaide? No. Rich. So you won't vote? No, well, I, they gave... Rich, yeah. they gave me an ambassadorial role once and you just slaughtered me on 5AA for 10 Buy years. Buy a membership. Why? <laughs> Support your football club. All right. Well, I'll, okay. I'll buy Port one as well then. Why not? Yeah. Anyway... Graham Goodings, who we know won the members elect a few years ago, yep. is standing for re-election. And right. we know where Graham's uh, platform is, with his role in the media, he has the ear of the members, he's well grounded in that space, and so as he says, I'm the conduit between the members and the club. He feels he fills that role very well, nicely. Well, and he's a lovely bloke. That's a long bow, isn't it? Well, that's, that's the way All he presents right. okay. it. Okay, now, well, who's he up against? So, the contender is Tracy Smart. Who's Tracy? Order of Australia. Oh, really? Yeah. Enormous record in the military, senior military officer, okay. also a medical doctor, which then led to her being on the mental health steering group for the AFL and also right. a COVID public health officer. So it comes from serious. a totally different yeah. angle, doesn't so it? So military officer, medical doctor, academic, 35 years with the Australian Defence Forces, 
was there at the very beginning when the Adelaide Football Club entered the AFL in 1991. So long-time yep. supporter. And she is declaring that she's seeing this as an opportunity to use my skills and experience plus my unique perspective as an interstate member because she's been based all over the world, really, yep. to give back to the Adelaide Football Club. So all right. well, they're, they're yet now. How does this all work? Yeah, we wish all, both candidates all the yes. best. How do they vote, Rooch? We need to move on. So your members, you'll get your online ballot sent to you. It will be opening from Tuesday, February 20 at 9am. It will close on Friday, March 1 at 5pm. All right. Well, good luck to Graham Goodings and good luck to Tracy Smart yes. AO as well. Yes. Hey, Roochie, Roochie, oh, Roochie. Yes. the AFL have released today uh, the final details regarding broadcasting, ticketing yes. and starting time for all the community series games. So we've got a community series game and we have also match sim or trial games as we call it. The one yep. in Adelaide is a trial game as we mentioned earlier. Port Adelaide will be hosting Adelaide at Alberton Oval at 5pm on Friday February 20. 5pm? 5pm Friday February 23. Early start. What's it cost? Well entry will be free as a member and kids. As a member so what do you do? You have to take your member's badge there. I would assume they're going to be putting them out beforehand, so it's a ticketed event whereby you, because because its capacity would be challenged, you'd want to have a ticket before you get there, wouldn't you? You would think so, yeah. So you'd be able to download it with your member's barcode. All right, maybe well. ring your club then. Yeah. Yeah. So that will be 5 p.m. Friday, February 23. Now then we get to the community series. We don't have a cup anymore, even though you want it back. Oh, really? Yes. We do. We need a pre-season comp, a proper one. Both Adelaide and Port Adelaide will be at home, in the sense of they won't. Travel, travel out of Adelaide. Yep. So Port go first on March 1 against Fremantle at Alberton Oval, 7.30. 7.30. Friday, March 1, 7.30 at Port Adelaide v Fremantle. The next day, Adelaide will host West Coast at what is known by sponsor's name as Hyson Stadium, which is Richmond Oval, isn't it? Yep. At 2.40 on Saturday, March 2. Beautifully done, Roach. If you can't get to the games, I can tell you all the community yes. series matches will be broadcast live on Fox Footy and also available on KO Sports mm. and Foxtel. All right, it's 3.20. We need to go to a break. When we come back, we're going to have a chat live in the studio to one of our most loyal listeners. He doesn't always agree with us, Roach. We bang heads every now and again. Yes. But he's a very fair and decent man. The original Ange from Croydon joins us next. The Hyundai SUV sale event is on now. Offers available. Visit your local Hyundai showroom today. The Run Home with Kimbo and The Rooch. Kimbo and The Rooch with you on a Tuesday afternoon, currently 23.8 degrees outside. And we're live from Studio Lumo SA, located at 1 King William Street in the city. Energy from Australian-owned company, that's Lumo SA. Now, we've got a big round of applause here. One of our originals when we first started, Ange from Croydon, is in the studio. He is like a cat on a hot tin roof, Ange. You're a little bit nervous. You, Don't make it more difficult for well, him. That's part of the fun. No. <laughs> you're so calm and balanced when you're on the phone, and now you're just a little bit toey at the moment, aren't you? I am. I didn't expect this at all. Well, thank you for the coffees, firstly, and thank you for listening to the shows. We agree, appreciate it greatly. And for those that have just joined us, mightn't realise you're a mad Port Adelaide man. Not mad, as in mad, but you're passionate. fanatical, passionate. passionate. Yeah, let's go to the hard questions because that's what we do. The vote. Did you've you? Been, you've been a Did little you? bit. You've been a little bit anti-Kenny. You're not against Ken. You no. just think it's time for a change. Yeah. All right. How did you vote? Yeah, I At, voted. What do you reckon? 
Well, no, we're you... not going to guess. We're going to ask. No, yeah, I can no. guess, yeah. If I have a coffee on it, I'll say Treaders, you voted for. Yeah, definitely Treaders. Yeah. And the reason? Just different different eyes, different voice, different opinions. Mm. Um, you know, Port Adelaide man through and through from day dot. I love what he said. You know, when you see something, you say something. Yeah. That's what I love about it. So, um, yeah, hopefully uh, it all works out for Port Adelaide. And, yeah. I do too. And, uh, look, I don't think we'll see... I just hope he doesn't get in trouble because he'll be baited when he's on air. Mm, no doubt about that. Yeah, they'll be looking for headlines. Yeah. Um, how do you think your position this year? Yeah, hard one. Um, I think they're pretty good down back and, you know, the midfield looks okay, looks pretty good. I think the forward line's going to be looking a bit young, I reckon, uh, mm. apart from Dixon and Rioli and maybe Finlayson, I guess. Yeah. But the good thing is, I guess, uh, Finlayson doesn't, maybe might not have to ruck at all and can just focus on the forward line. So um, it'll be interesting to see how that how that. Uh, forward group uh, go. How and do you envisage Radigalia and Alia Alia in the same defence, or will they survive both in defence? I think they as will. As a partnership. Yeah, I think they will. I think they can. That's the whole idea why they got him down there, right? Mm. So uh, to help Alia. Um, so I think it's sort of like, you know. I think they will, and because he's very mobile as well. I was talking to Daniel Norton this morning, and he was driving down to Victor Harbour, the media manager, and uh, I said, I bet you we see Asava Radicalia playing up forward at some stage. Mm, that's why I asked the question. Yeah, and he had, three, he had three people in the car and they ridiculed me, Rich. Oh, they said, what do you think we've got? Norts is going, what do you think we got him for, Kimbo? He's going to be an all-Australian defender. Kim, they got Tim Evans as centre-half back. He became one of the greatest full forwards of that's all time. That's what I said. It's a long season, Ange. Do you really think he would play in the forward line, Radicalia? I think he's more than capable. I mean, yeah. I'm sure he's capable, capable, but do you think that they would put him there? And well, I, I just have been asking for a long time, if Alia Alia and Sava Radagalia are both that intercept type defender when Port needs a lockdown defender. How can two blokes work that role effectively? Well, Let's that's not the forget you've got Zerk Thatcher as well. Zerk Thatcher will be He's going to be interesting. He's going to be interesting. Yeah. Well, I would imagine uh, Alia Lea more of a lockdown role and, and probably an interesting um, one to watch. Um, play that intercept role. Uh, and right. you know what? They'll probably change it around anyway. We'll yeah, oh, look, right? I think they will. It is a long season. Mm. Players get injured. Yeah. We don't know if Charlie's going to hold up mm. or not. It's not a knock on Asava Radagalia. No, he has no, to go no, up forward. No, no, I think he'll, he'll be a great defender, mm. but he can play up forward. Now, you know, he's picked kick bags of goals before. The other big question of the summer. Mm. If you had a vote for captain, who would have you chosen? Yeah, that's a tough one. Um... I, I think I would have probably gone uh, Ollie Wines. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> you jumped quickly no. there. Oh, you? so I thought he was looking. At, he looked at me because <laughs> oh, I, I said it had to be Rosie. They've got that one right. Hey, we've got to go to the news, uh, Ange. Thank you for the coffee. Thank <laughs> you for being loyal to us, and good luck this year. Thank you, boys. Beautiful. The original Ange from Croydon. I think he's sharing a sentiment with me. Sometimes the there's no room for sentiment. Earned. Rosie is the right decision. Right News I'll coming argue up. with you later. Hyundai SUV sale event is on now. Offers available. Visit your local Hyundai showroom today. The Run Home with Kimbo and The Rooch.
34 on a Tuesday afternoon. You can get in touch with us through the Morn Team Hyundai Cheltenham text line, which is 0427154166. And we're getting a stack of texts at the moment. This one says, and rocks up and you immediately go off air. We appreciate we are having some technical problems at the moment. We're on to our techs in Melbourne and we'll have it uh, fixed as soon as possible. But we push on, Roach. Big show coming up. Nick Haslam joins us live in the studio from 4pm. Nick who, you may say. Well, he's the executive tournament director of Live Golf, and that is going to be huge. It's on April 26th to the 28th at the Grange Golf Club, and one of the biggest names in world sport, John Rahm, will be here. And can he hit a golf ball? Mm. Can our next guest, because most people that are passionate or good cricketers are very good at golf. Can Bharat Sundarasan play golf? Let's find out who joins us now. Hello, Bharat. Bloody good intro. Where is he? They tell me the phones have gone down as well. Oh, don't. Hello, Bharat. Don't, don't, please. We may have lost I'm him. so look forward to speaking to him today. Yeah. Oh, I was interested whether he can play golf or not. That's a good question. Yeah. Thank you, Rooch. You're crying. You've got that loose tear duck again, Rooch. Yeah. Barat, have we got you? Ah. Oh. Hang well, on. tell us about your golf. Uh, no, I was an average golfer. Oh. I went on a golf trip up the High Coulomb for 15 years. Used oh, to yes, go up that's a good spot. With a number of, I always get this word, uh, what are they called? Luminaries? Oh, yes. Right. Is that the word? Yes. Okay. Rodney Robberin used to go. Neville Roberts. Um, Darren Cale. Hmm. Chick Marchioro from the old Glenelg yep. Barbecue Win. We're still trying to get Barat. Uh, so I got someone down, in the background. I got down to a sixteen, Rich, but right. a terrible swing. Okay. Uh, Barat, have we got you? Uh, you certainly oh! do. Wish you a very happy New Year. I know Thank we you. are in February, but uh, we haven't spoken to each I other know. in twenty-four. We were saying earlier. Ben said he worked with you, uh, Bumfluff Benny, our worstwhile producer. He worked with you at the Test match. He said he walked around Adelaide Oval with you, and you just get mobbed by everyone. Well, you know, you just have to give the people what they want. So uh, I'm, I'm all about it. Like, you know, you can't just be the people's champion and not uh, be for, there for the people. Uh, no, it's all good. Like, it was, uh, they did make a, a mountain out of a molehill. Yes, I did get stopped more often than Ryan Harris. But, uh, yeah, that, I think that's more to do with how modest Ryan is more than how outlandish I am. And it's something to do with your clothing as well, yeah. When we opened the show and we announced you were coming on, now... Uh, Correct me if I'm wrong, you did the podcast with Mark Howard, didn't you, uh, a couple of months yep. ago? And where you yep. tell your story. What was it like to relive all that? Because it's quite a story about mm. what you've gone through and where you are today. Oh, I know. I mean, thank you for bringing that up. It uh, was quite th- therapeutic, honestly. And okay. I think that's where Mark does such a great job. It, mm. He makes you feel so comfortable talking about it. And, um, yeah, I mean, I've been very open in the last few years about uh, you know, how I became a journalist. It's purely because of uh, my you know, teenage battles with addiction and mm. how I overcame that. And uh, no, uh, and, and more than anything, I just felt uh, really sort of satisfied uh, having done that because of the reception that uh, the podcast received. So many people reached out to me and said uh, they've gone through similar issues at various stages of their life. Um, and I guess it's more than anything, I guess it's just a lesson for all of us that it's never over till it's over, right? Yeah. You need to just keep fighting on. Is it, is it difficult to revisit the darkest points of your life? Uh, it, it, it always is, honestly. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm sure it's the same for everyone because uh, you kind of lose touch with 
almost I want to say that person who I was back then mm-hmm. and uh, and even though uh, look most of the I mean all the harm I did was to myself mm. uh, you still kind of uh, even when I look back at pictures of me with short hair that's the last time I had short hair um, I at times don't like relate with that person at uh, many mm. levels so to be to talk about it and, and as I got deeper into that interview with with Mark uh, it all started coming out so uh, it, it felt like I felt almost lighter once I was done good to hear oh, right. to I hear. wasn't aware of that oh, you uh, must to we've been talking to you for a, a long time now I wasn't aware of, of your past so I will have a listen mm. and that's on the Howie, Howie Games is it? Mm. That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll have yeah, a listen. Hey, just uh, just quickly then. What what I don't know if you can answer this quickly. What did turn your life around? Mm. Oh, I mean, it was just uh, cricket. Honestly, like so uh, throughout. And as I said on the podcast, uh, all through my phase, like three four years, where I, I did find myself hit rock bottom. All I kept asking for, praying for, almost was for a second innings in my life, and with with those words, second innings, and uh, I think cricket kept me as sober as cricket could uh, and which is why I've always felt like I owe, I owe a huge debt of gratitude to cricket uh, and it's, it's kept me alive and I think just overdosing a couple of times and the second time especially when I realized that oh I'm, I'm throwing away a, a good life I think that just woke me up. Well I'll tell you what it just highlights and we know this it can happen to absolutely anyone because uh, seriously we, I don't think we've met a, a nicer more accommodating human than you Barat exactly. and I was not aware oh. of your past so uh, congratulations on the way you've yeah. turned it around and uh, we love having you on the show and talking of cricket there's a game on tonight uh, in WA mm-hmm. uh, it's the last T20 uh, SEN's coverage will start at 6.30 Peter Vlahos and Brad Hogg great uh, T20 cricketer Brad Hogg and there could be a couple of players from South Australia, well, mm. residing in South Australia, mm. we're sort of claiming them, that make their debut tonight. Oh, very much so. And, uh, you know, none more exciting than uh, the rooster himself. And uh, I, I said this on a TV show the other day about Jake Fraser McGurk. Mm. Uh, look, um, from experience, I can tell you, if you have an interesting sounding name, if you are bold and courageous with the way you are and uh, you have nice hair, Moving to South <laughs> Australia makes things happen. <laughs> so, I love it. Uh, Very good. Uh, and, you know, and it, it's definitely happening to him. I loved what I saw of him in the two ODIs that he played. Uh, and I wish to see more of him even earlier in the series. We've had to wait for two games. But um, I think I think Jake Fraser McGurk is ready to take on yep. international cricket. Uh, and there's something about him. Right? He's got the it factor. Uh, and I'm very excited to see how he goes tonight. I agree. Barat, as this is the first time we've spoken this year, has this tour of the West Indies to Australia changed some perceptions of where West Indies cricket might be at? I say might be at. Mm. Mm. Uh, yes and no, I would say. I mean, the test win still seems like a miracle, doesn't it? Doesn't I mean, it? Just the, 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 the squad that they had and, and also the position where they were in. And, mm. and for a guy playing a second test with a bro- or nearly broken foot yeah. to do what he did, yeah. It's almost like you were watching something that you knew you would never see again. It was almost like that Indian team winning at the Gabba. But even that Indian team had Pujara and Rohit Sharma and Rahane. And, and it uh, wasn't like as if it was nobody. a broken team either. This is a West Indies team exactly, that people have yeah. rubbishing for years and years recently. Very much so. If anything, I've been more disappointed with how they won in the white ball format. I mean, especially yeah. uh, the two T20s. I'm still uh, not sure why they opted to bat second uh, in Adelaide was such a true pitch. Yes, they have the firepower, uh, 
but I think they've disappointed as a T20 team, especially in, in a year or what, in four months' time, they'll be hosting a T20 World Cup yes. uh, after two pretty disappointing runs in the last two editions. So uh, that's disappointed me more. But yeah, I mean, the test win was something we will talk about and cherish for years and years to come. Barat, uh, yesterday on our first show back, we every Monday we do the good, the bad and the ugly, where we had 11 weeks to choose from. My good was Mitch Marsh winning the Allen Border medal. And after mm. listening just briefly to your life story, I would imagine you love a story of redemption as well. Absolutely. And especially someone like Mitch Marsh, right? Yeah. Throughout the, his, his tough period as well, he went through a lot mm. personally and professionally. He never lost his smile. I mean, even if he did... He never let it show. And, and, you know, the long tours I've been on where he's just been substituted. But every time you saw Mitch Marsh, and, you know, even though he was a reserve, uh, even before he played that test match at Leeds, yeah. during the World Test Championship final, during the first two tests of the Ashes, he just lifts everyone around him, right? That's, he's got this energy around him uh, or about him. And it's not just people in the team, but anyone that Mitch Marsh comes across. So uh, for someone like him to, to see him succeed, as he should have a long time ago, uh, just makes you smile. And, you know, that, that wonderful acceptance speech as well, mm. only Mitch Marsh could pull it off. Brett, may I ask your view on world affairs? Does Imran Khan now become almost Nelson Mandela from behind bars? He can change the whole landscape of Pakistan. It, it, it's amazing, right? Like, I was, it's an extraordinary when election I was in, result in Pakistan it, for his party to get the most yeah, seats. At a time when, like, they, everybody else had tried to not just put him behind bars, but to uh, literally wipe him out yeah. from, from a political sense for him to come back and win. Uh, well, I mean, till that point, maybe the 92 World Cup trophy win was uh, his, his greatest achievement, uh, especially once he hit 40. But this might have uh, trumped that. And I remember being in Pakistan, what, two years ago, around mm. this time, when this is when he was still prime minister, but uh, people had already started to try and oust him. So here he is, uh, having pulled off quite the the upset, if you want to call it. It's extraordinary. Hey, just before we let you go, we spoke about Jake Fraser McGurk and his possible debut tonight. Uh, Where's Agars? Uh, maybe doing likewise. Did that catch you off guard? Mm. Especially in T20 cricket. I mean, mm. Wes Agar was part of the Australian sports for a while in what. 2020, 2021, I think. Yeah, 2021, he went to the Caribbean, played a, an ODI, was it? Or played an international game, for sure. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, he's not really performed consistently or consistently been on the field. Mm. Um, so, uh, a, a bit like Kane Richardson when he got back into the side for the India Tour a few months ago, uh, it is a bit uh, from, from left field, especially at a time when we have so many young, talented fast bowlers doing the rounds. Uh, maybe, you know, uh, maybe it was a case of West Sega's not playing uh, or was not potentially playing the next Shield round. Maybe that had something to do with it. But yeah, a little surprised. But uh, again, he's a lovely man. So uh, I'm, I'm hoping that if he does get a go, he goes well. He's a lovely man. That's all the qualifications you need, isn't it? Uh, one more, just quickly, <laughs> because he's a true South Australian. Spencer Johnson. Uh, mm. Isn't his career on the upward trend? Very much so, though. I'm a little disappointed because I, I did interview him for... Uh, our station after the game that night and I kept telling him hey like can you please like you know uh, read the room like we we are claiming you back yeah, this <laughs> whole Brisbane fixation is like uh, getting to me and he said no Brisbane's my home I think he meant, meant more from a BBL sense hopefully yes. yeah. Uh, but yeah I mean very impressive uh, the, the other night really changed the game with his uh, 
first over and getting rid of Nicholas Torrell. Yeah, no, they're South Australians through and through. No, the family is uh, his dad played a little bit of footy for West Adelaide, I think. Greg Johnson. Hey, Barat, always good to chat to you. Uh, we think we've made you famous. We're claiming that one. Uh, we look forward to chatting to you again. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you made me famous when you blamed me for drag, having Travis head drop pretty much 12 months to the day. So thank you so much for that. Yes, we've got a file on that one and we're not putting it away. Yeah. <laughs> Good on you, Barat. Love your work. See you guys. Have a lovely Thanks, evening. Barat. Will do. It's 3.46, Rich. We need to go to a break on the other side of the break. Oh, there's a lot of people excited about this. Really? The time-honoured journalistic masterpiece, oh, which, you wouldn't wanna, up. which you didn't really want to do today, you lazy. Starts with a P. Person. Person, yes. But you... Uh, with a bit of poking and prodding, you're I've up had and a about. fair bit of poking and prodding today, thank yeah, you. And uh, you're not happy with athletes that get on the juice, is that it? Well, I'm not happy the way it all ends. It seems so fake at the end. Richie's Roast coming up next. The Hyundai SUV sale event is on now. Offers available. Visit your local Hyundai showroom today. The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots. Nearly 3.52 on a Tuesday afternoon. Beautiful day outside. Currently 23.5 degrees. We're live from Studio Lumo SA here at number one King William Street in the city. And we're powered by Lumo Energy SA. Before we get to the time-honoured journalistic masterpiece called Roochie's Roast. Breaking news, Roach, uh, regarding Carlton. Jacob Wiedering, the man in defence, will not be playing the first two games, of which one of them is zero round, isn't it? They go against Brisbane at the Brisbane Gabba. Brisbane at the Gabba, yep. Then they go back to Melbourne because of what is used to be known as the traditional opener, Carlton and Richmond at the G. So he'll be missing for two games. Uh, that is Calf that, injury. That is big. Yeah, what that do is... you think when you hear calf injury? Oh, the old man's injury. That's yeah. what they say, Roach. But uh, given we're still a month away from the opening round, that might... Must be a fairly severe injury. So six weeks. Mm. Um, and they could be zip and two. Sorry, Carlton fans. It's oh, just a no, possibility. Start on well, path. it's not like they've got the strongest defence in the competition. And yet there's this hype about Carlton every year. That's Sam McClure. He's beating it up. Oh. Well, well, he, right, okay. he said they should be flag favourites, I think. Wow. Sam, I apologise if I've misquoted you. I've got to have a drink of water. I'm not right. now. Well, you do that, Rouge, because you've got a bit of work to do, which will be foreign to you. Mm. Uh, I, it took me 11 weeks of my holidays, Rouge, to get over the RSI because I've just been stirring the gravy. For they say it's going to be 100 degrees, even more maybe. But that won't stop the road. Who's going to make the gravy? I make the gravy, but Roach prepares the roast. Who are you roasting today? Ah, oh, just boys who are being boys. boys. <laughs> anyway, Barnaby Joyce is not so lonely today. I <laughs> <laughs> love it. Oh, Barney. Uh, standing behind him on that uneasy walk into the Hall of Public Shame are a couple of Brisbane Bronco players, their captain, their vice-captain nonetheless, after their big night on the town in Brisbane. So far... Reports have claimed Captain Adam Reynolds and Vice-Captain Patrick Carrigan Car- mm-hmm. were asked to leave at least, at least, one venue. Yep. They were handed a move-on order from police. Yep. And they were involved in a wrestle while appearing very tired and emotional. That is, they were said to be drunk. Yeah, there were a couple of other players with them as well. The yep. alternative view of the wrestle is Reynolds was simply trying to help Carrigan into a taxi, mm. as you would. 
Ah, the NRL must be feeling very much at ease with their upcoming, upcoming trip to Las Vegas with four NRL teams, including the Broncos. As we've said so often, what could possibly go wrong? <laughs> the embarrassing parade to the Hall of Public Shame today has every sporting club go to that folder on the top shelf of the club executive's office. It's known as the break glass in case of emergency file. You call in the PR advisor. You wake up the club media manager. You get the club president into the meetings. And don't forget to tell headquarters in the NRL case, it's that well-known phone call to Peter Vlandis. Oh, imagine <laughs> that. By the time the players are feeling the hangovers are smashing their skulls, they have a public apology that has been written, revised, reviewed, rewritten and recast as many times as the mixers have gone through the players' high-octane drinks. And we get this, as we did from the Broncos today. Just want to apologise uh, <laughs> for our actions on the weekend. Um, we take full responsibility of what happened. Obviously, not good enough. I just want to take uh, full responsibility for my actions. Um, yeah, it's obviously uh, not ideal behaviour uh, that I'm proud of. We won't be suspending them. Um, that the NRL integrity unit is now looking at um, all the vision, and they'll be obviously doing some interviews. So it's sort of out of our hands now and into theirs. Well, that's Kevin Walters there, the coach, saying they won't be suspending him. Of course, they don't want to suspend him on the basically the eve. It's two weeks away from going to the uh, to, to, to Vegas. Vegas. Uh, firstly, the first voice you heard was Adam Reynolds, the yeah. captain. The second one was Pat Carrigan, the vice captain. So this is his second drinking misdemeanour in the 12 last twelve months. months. Yes, yes Rooch. But they're taking full responsibility. So yes, do you do. cringe when you hear those things? Oh, do you shake your head, or do you say, "Boys are going to be boys. No one was hurt. Let's yeah. move on." Or do you wonder of the intelligence of these young men who get more counselling and education on drugs and drinking than their counterparts in society? Mm. We all want our athletes to be combative and to be real rather than choir boys. We also burden them with the obligation to be role models when parents should never abscond from that responsibility mm. themselves. Now, it's never easy to apologise, is it, Kim? Um, never. Well, it's, it's a tough task. It's cathartic sometimes. Sometimes. Now, it is much more difficult when you've got six other people who've orchestrated the apology for you. Mm -hmm. And we'll always ask, when are these guys going to learn, particularly in a world of instant news streaming from public mobile telephones? Yep. Hello, Barnaby. Now, the PR agents will never be out of work, but the NRL is going to Las Vegas. And we'll say again, what could possibly go, go wrong? I like it, Roach. Now, like are we it. being harsh? Or well, do seen, we have I've expectations that are not being met? Do well, we? Look, it's, it's silly. It's a silly mistake, and uh, especially when you're the leaders of the club. Boys will be boys. That happens in society, not just within football clubs. Um, you look at the vision. It was a little bit of wrestling. It was more like dogs humping in a park, to be honest, when you have a look That's at it. That's a vision I don't want to No, imagine. I know, and I don't think the boys would be happy when they watch it as well. There was just a bit of a hijinks going on. But it just reminds us, Roach, of the amount of apologies. Some of them are really sensitive and, and genuine, and they're genuine issues as well. But over the years, we've heard some where you get the players standing up there, oh, I've let down the family, I've let down... Exactly. You think they've murdered someone. Exactly. They haven't. So we can go over the top, but I thought I'd go back to a couple, Rich. Mm -hmm. Now, this was a genuine one. Steve Smith, Sandpaper Gate. Ah. Anytime you think about making a, a questionable decision, think about who you're affecting. You're affecting your parents and... To see the way my old man's been. <laughs> and 
He's an ugly cry, Steve Smith. Mm. But many of us are. So you, you feel that one has genuine... Oh, that one. Genuine... Um, oh, yeah, people were outraged. Yeah. We don't want to be known as a nation that achieves. We want to win that, hard but fair. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah, so I thought that one was fair. Right. Uh, Tiger Woods, he's done plenty. Uh-huh. Every one of you has good reason to be critical of me. I want to say to each of you, simply and directly, I am deeply sorry for my irresponsible and selfish behavior I engaged in. Yeah, he gave it a fair run. <laughs> How many are sorry they get caught rather than Well, that's sorry. the thing. That's the thing. And I think the greatest apology, oh. which was a load of BS, was this one. But I want to say one thing to the American people. I want you to listen to me. I'm going to say this again. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Liar, liar. Miss Lewinsky. Pants on fire. Mm, Bill Clinton. <laughs> Mm. Hey, should have the biggest nose in the world, Rooch. Wow. Oh, I love it. There you go. Do Rooch's we have one nose. in our own backyard? Oh, Rory Laird. Oh, yeah, that was huge. You want that big? <laughs> Come on. We, we just, made it. We made just, it big. He just didn't admit to being in the hospital. That's all. Well, you had to bring it up, didn't you, hey? Oh, we've got to put all our cards on the table. Four o'clock news coming up, Rooch. We're going to go to the news on time. On the other side of that, we'll be joined by Nick Haslam. He has a very important job. He's the executive tournament director of Live Golf Adelaide, and that hits the Grange Golf Club on April the 26th. If you have any questions, send us a text now on 0427-154-166. That text line, all thanks to Mourn Team, he under. I'm sorry, Kim. The Hyundai SUV sale event is on now. Offers available. Visit your local Hyundai showroom today. The Run Home with Kimbo and The Rooch. Three minutes past four on a Tuesday afternoon. It's a beautiful day, 23.5 degrees outside. We're live from Studio Lumo SA here at number one King William Street in the city. All thanks to Energy from an Australian-owned company, and that's Lumo SA. Just a reminder, after 4.30, Jason Horn Francis, the young gun, will be joining us. Looking forward to having a chat to him. He's going to have a huge season, I think, no Rich. Fair call? Yes. Yes, he's going to get better and better every year. He's going to fit them all in the midfield. That's why you have rotations, Kim. Isn't it? Right. Yes. Who will spend more time up forward? Ah, good question. I don't think it'll be Zach Butters. I think it'll be no, more it Jason so. Horn Francis and Connor Rosie. We'll get to that yeah, a little bit okay. later anyway. Massive event coming up on Huge. April the 26th to the 28th. They took Australia by storm, took the world by storm, and that was Live Golf Adelaide at the Grange Golf Club. It's back for the second year in the row. And I'm pleased to say we have their executive tournament director and Adelaide boy, Nick Haslam, with us. Hello, Nick. Hey, Kim. How are you going? Good. Thank you for coming in here live into the studio. Uh, tell us how you got involved with Live Golf. Oh, um, well, I'd been uh, looking at it. I've been working in sport for a while. Um, had an inquiry from someone uh, just via LinkedIn. And yeah, the conversation went from there. And, you know, for me to be working in sport around the country, but have an opportunity to come home and work on this event's just been awesome. A lot of fun. How um, much did you know about Live Golf? Before you accepted the gig, oh, I'm a, I'm a sort of love all my sport, Kim, and I, I obviously had seen it had just started in 2022. There was the event in London, 
Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I'd seen the player signings and I saw that Cam Smith had gone there. So I'd known enough that it was a thing. And I'd heard rumours like a lot of golfers that Adelaide and the Grange was in the mix. Yep. Um, and then funnily enough, uh, the tickets went on sale before I started working with them. And mm. I bought a three-day pass last year. And then a few days later, I was talking to them. So, yeah, that was the that was the process. But, gee, it's been amazing. So, Nick, this all unfolded last year as the event that changed golf. And then at the same time, we learned behind the scenes in Venice, there is Liv and the traditional golf people trying to work out how to get peace in our time. Where were you at that time? And what were you aware of or not aware of what was going to happen? Oh, uh, look, my, my focus has always been Live Golf Adelaide. And, I, you know, I work for the event management company, which runs Live Golf Adelaide. And um, that's always been my focus. Um I was actually over in London um, doing some work when I when I found out about you know the merger, which was mm. a sort of a pretty memorable day. Um, but um, yeah, I, I wasn't part of those conversations, Rich. But was there but, any uncertainty that built into your mind, or what's going to happen here? Uh, it's probably always been a little bit of not knowing exactly what the future looks like. But um, uh, you know, I guess. Um, for me, I was just happy to be working on it. I mean, the best golfers in the world here in Adelaide had an, an, an amazing golf course, and that's been my focus. And there's always an element of what, who knows what's around the corner. but um, And that was certainly took us by surprise. But from everything that I've been hearing, it's all about head down, bum up. It's another three years here in Adelaide. Three. It's a great yeah. event. Um, and that's, you know, that's our focus, and that's what we can control. So how do you make control. it better? Well, we're increasing capacity um, by you know roughly fifty percent, which is huge. Um, it's gonna. It was what you know we, we, we've sold well. Um, hard to say exactly, but it'll be sort of around the thirty thousand mark. Yeah. Um, and um, you know we've gone from having um, a sold out event last year, hospitality sold out, or you know it was exhausted in the first couple of weeks. Um, but there's plenty of grounds passes available off the back of an increase in capacity. Um, it's school holidays, so there'll be there'll be um, you know a great opportunity to bring the kids on the Friday. Kids under twelve are free. Um, you know, great day for the pure the golfers purists. There's going to be you know as you know the the best three players, the captains of each team will be paired up as they go around on the Friday, and then it'll be championship Sunday with the you know those who are really in the running who'll be in the final groups that come through. So look, it's going to be um, an incredible event. Just seeing how the Super Bowl's got enormous numbers, worldwide television reach. Yep. What does Live Golf do for Adelaide in that space? Well, in 156 countries, it gets beamed to around the world, and I don't think there's many events here in Adelaide mm, that no. have that sort of reach. Um, so it's a great opportunity for the state. And, you know, hats off to the Malinowskis government for investing in this. It's been awesome. They've been great to work with. He's um, kicked a few goals, Pete. He has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know... For for um for the event and for Adelaide, I think it's a great opportunity to put us on the world stage. Talking of the world stage, John Rahm was a big signing for uh, Live Golf. I mentioned earlier in the show to Roach off the top of my head, he got about two hundred million or something. But it's it's a lot more than that, isn't it? Oh, I don't know. I wasn't part if of that contract discussion. Guess, though, if you're having a guess, if you if you if uh, if you do an educated guess and a bit of a Google, it is might it might be a little bit more than that. But look, he's doing he's done well. But you know, importantly, he started the season really well. Um, I think he's been a top three finish in both my Cobra in week one and then Vegas week two. Yeah. His team um, won the first event in, in Mexico and, and, and they're there or thereabouts. I think they're in the overall conversation at the moment. So, 
you know, to get the, the reigning US Masters champion to be coming to Adelaide in late April, um, he could be the he could be off the back of another Masters yep. win again. It is awesome. And the signing reach, I believe, could be four or five hundred million. So it's not a bad gig if you can get it. Hey, Roots asks, how do you make it better? One of the best things was all the entertainment that happens out there. Just take us through for people that haven't gone and are contemplating going. What can they expect? Well, for the golfing enthusiast, you've got the best golfers in the world, and that's what set the you know set the tickets alight initially. Yep. But for for every it's 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 it, it attracts a larger demographic. It's not just about that golfing enthusiast. It's about for women, children, people of all ages that might like golf or just might like a great entertaining product. It goes for four hours, so there's a shotgun start. They all start at the same time. There's a fan village which we're doubling in size in twenty um twenty four, which is you know incredible. My kids were there you know all day on the Friday in you know doing putting competitions, sand pit. Um, you know, there's there's so much to like about it, and then of course after the event each day, there's a there's a there's a concert. So Fisher was there on Friday night last year. He's back as He's the headline DJ. out this year. Yeah. Yep, on Saturday night, there'll be a couple of international acts still to be announced for the Friday and the Sunday for this year's event. So you know, for you, you can be a golf enthusiast or a sport lover or just love entertainment. And there'll be something in it for you. It'd be like a rave party for you, Rich. That's right, Rich will fit in beautifully. The image yeah. I cannot get out of my mind from last year's event, yeah. and around the world, of course, was that shower of plastic cups. <laughs> oh, yeah. And the shower of just drinks going everywhere. On yeah. What sort of reaction did that get? Because that is contrary to everything we know of golf. Yeah. So what sort of reaction did that get around the world for you? Well, it got a lot of hits online and views. Um, yeah, you know, um, unfortunately, I was in uh, the tournament office at the time looking at next year's budget, which was pretty uh, sad. But um, look, uh, it had a huge reaction. It really, it, it was the highlight of Live Golf, of you know, arguably mm. of 2023. Put put the event on the map. Um, we can't plan a hole in one. Unfortunately, no. we'd like to have another one set up for this year. But um, you know, it could happen. Um, and it just showed that it was a, it was more than a golf event. I guess it was something where people go to genuinely have a good time, and they had a good time, you know, in in what is a safe environment. We've got to be careful that we don't make it too much of a party because you can see elements where it could go too far. But you know, we've got a really you know professional security team, and we want to be making sure people are having a good time. I tell you, when they've had a few bevies, that makes it uh, difficult. Explain yeah, it the does. watering hole. Well, the watering hole is sort of the feature hole of the course. It's a par three. It's the 12th hole. Um, we have LED ribbon screen going around the tee. Um, we have, um, I think it's four and a half thousand people we'll have around that hole this year, which is, you know, incredible. Um, it's a great atmosphere. There's a DJ, uh, you know, going, you know, going gangbusters the whole time. While the players You've, are playing the while shots. While the players yep. are playing the shots. You've got an MC. Um, and look, yeah, we encourage you guys to come along. But there'll be, SEN will be broadcasting this yep. year, which is really exciting. Um, I think, um, yeah, you know, you were there for the hole in one last year. You've got some footage, some, yep. some vision of that. That'd be awesome. But um, it's um, it's a, it's an ongoing party and it's a great vibe and it's a celebration of South Australian produce because um, the SATC are a big big supporter of that hole in particular. Um, so it's something we can all be proud of. It's going to be absolutely huge. Mm. We cannot wait. It's on from the 26th of April to the 28th at the Grange Golf Club. Just explain, Nick, how people can get tickets and the type of tickets that they can get and what do they cost? Sure. Just simply go to livegolf.com, Kim, and, and um, it'll take you to the link to the Adelaide page or Google Live Golf Tickets Adelaide. Um, get in early? Yeah, well, yeah, you can get in early. Uh, hospitality is exhausted at the at, for the time being. 
Um, but we've still got plenty of grounds tickets. As I said, capacity is increasing significantly. So we've actually sold more tickets this time last year. In fact, we sold more tickets in the first 48 hours for this year's event than we sold of all of the event last year. But as a result of the work we're doing with our infrastructure partners, we've increased capacity by roughly 50%. So there are more tickets available. As I said, it's a great day out and we'd, we'd encourage you to get online and, and come along. Yeah, Is there appetite to have a second one in Australia in a year? Look, certainly it shows that the Australian public are keen to have um, more golf and they love it. Um, The question is, uh, you know, there's there's an existing um, agreement with the South Australian Mm. government to be here for another three years. So we'll have to wait and see. But my focus is on this event and um, I've been loving working on it. I think Queensland put their hand up, didn't they? Nearly every other state. Everyone has. We got it for three years. That is great news. Hey, Mm. Nick, if it's all right, we'll get you back in before the big event. Uh, We look forward to talking about it. Congratulations. All the best in the preparation and the lead-up. And that uh, website that people can get on? LiveGolf.com. Love it. There we go. Nick Haslam, Executive Tournament Director of Live Golf Adelaide. That is going to be absolutely massive. We need to jump into another break. We're here thanks to our good friends at Hyundai and Lumo Energy. The Hyundai SUV sale event is on now. Offers available. Visit your local Hyundai showroom today. The Run Home with Kimbo and the Rooch. Eighteen on a Tuesday afternoon. Get in touch with us through Mourn Team Hyundai Cheltenham and their text line, which is zero four two seven one five four one double six. Stack a text coming through saying we're having some technical problems. We appreciate it. We're on to it. Uh, the texts in Melbourne are all over it. So genuine apologies. It's not ideal. Uh, Roach, I enjoyed that chat with Nick Haslam, who has a AFL background. He was at North Melbourne. I think he went to the Melbourne Storm after that. Then went to a a sport. Like you said, a sport entertainment company. company yeah. Yeah. So he's got a, a fair range of activity in sport management and sport marketing. And yeah, Adelaide Good Boyle. to go through some of it because he was there when North Melbourne was going through that big question, should have they been – no, he's there after they've gone to the Gold Coast. But he's he part was there of the year that, to, yeah, Brad Scott yeah, and James Brayshaw. James Brayshaw, yeah, after the big decision was yeah. made. But still, you had to make it work at North Melbourne. He was challenged in the marketing department to make it work. Mm. There'd be some interesting stories he could tell, wouldn't there? Yeah, well, we'll get Nicky back on. There's mm. no doubt about that. Uh, before the big event, that's uh, Live Golf at Grange, and uh, SEN will be covering that. Just repeating some breaking news a little earlier for Carlton uh, supporters. Unfortunately, Jacob Wiedering has done a calf. Uh, he's going to be out for the first two rounds of the season, which are Brisbane, Brisbane and, and Brisbane? Richmond. Richmond at the MCG. Yeah, so not ideal for Carlton. Every side in the AFL likes a fast start. The W's in the bank, Roach, yes. are gold. St Kilda proved that point last year. Uh, the Brecky Show were back this morning for this first show. Oh, they turned up. For the year, yeah. Good why? why? Well, they do Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, don't they? Oh, well, no, I'm not why, just why, making the point. Well, why have you all. made an issue out of that? No, I'm not making an issue. Well, there's Kane and Bucks on Monday. Yes. What do you think? They're lazy. No, just think they got a great deal. They got a great. <laughs> <laughs> what are you angling to just do Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday? No, I wouldn't want to miss two days with you. Really? Yes. Yeah, what happy. would you like to do? Yeah, I'm happy if you took the Monday. <laughs> oh, <and Friday>. thank <laughs> you very much. Hey, uh, the Brecky boys this morning, Bix and Walshy, they had the uh, general manager of the Port Adelaide Football Club on, Matthew Richardson. And uh, Richo was talking about Connor Rosie, Roach. Mm. So clean your ears out for this one as the new captain. 
I think if you look at everything that Connor's done in his career, and it, you know, he, uh, you know, I think he's into his sixth year. He's always been able to step up to the next challenge. He played in a premiership at North Adelaide as an 18-year-old, um, and just the way that he's grown and matured over the last couple of years. And yeah, we're talking about a, you know, a young man that's only just turned 24, but mm. he, uh, you know, he's really mature. He's embracing that, and I think as you know, Connor has said himself, you know, the most important thing that Connor can do to lead is to is to play well and. He's got some great support around him as well. You know, Zach Butters as vice captain, a young leadership group, but we've still got Ollie Wines, Travis Boak. He's got some great people, uh, great people around him as well to be able to support him on that uh, on that leadership journey. Mm. Well, that explains the new look. I again, say I have a lot of empathy for Ollie Wines. You don't and get it, a gig through empathy and well, sympathy, though. I, I'm not talking about em- empathy and sympathy to get him the gig, but when you have been put through the ringer on that first run with the captaincy, the dual captaincy with Tom Jonas. Then you're virtually the captain for two years when Tom Jonas is injured. You don't play to be captain. I understand that. But if you're talking about deserving the right to be captain and having earned the right, I thought two years of Ollie Wines as captain was not... Two, two years. He's yeah. 20, 29 now, coming off an injury interrupted year. He's don't give up on him. No, no I'm not. Don't give no, up on him, please. Uh, haven't even gone close. Don't right. put words in my mouth. No, but that's the tone. Is, that the, the tone is, oh, he's going to be traded at the end of the year. That, why would you it's make? It's not the tone. That was a text yesterday. Yeah, but, but you know that that's the general. Well, people said it because last year they're saying he couldn't make it in the midfield. He was playing on mm. the wing. He's not a wingman. If he's not going to be in the midfield, mm. you might as well get rid of him. Well, the fact is, we knew he'd had knee problems. Mm. Uh, wasn't fit, Breach. I think it's an inspired. Decision. Okay. Well, that's right. And uh, how, how old was Travis Boak when he was made captain? I'd have to look it up again. Well, I can tell you he was 24, mm. the exact same age. Mm. I think it'll be a brilliant move. Start of a new era, Roach. Right. What I find a little bit weird is, though, Gary Lyon on the SEN Brecky yes. Show in Melbourne this morning, naming the teams that are under most pressure for 2024, and he says it's Port. Well, I am still haven't quite come to grips with the fact that they said we won't make a decision on the coach until August. So I think that's a... a, So how's that going to impact this year? Well, you know what? When they were making those noises, they were flying. They Mm. made the decision on the coach in August and then they've lost six of their last nine games, including straight sets out in finals. I can't read that. Well, I understand what he's saying. Seriously, if we're going to go down that path, can we talk about Justin Longmuir at Fremantle? Yeah, yeah. well, I think it would have been more relevant and pertinent for Gary to have a look at the list. What's what's all that traction of last year? Well, he's basically saying they're going to end up with googie egg on their face because they failed in the final series. But if you have a look at the injuries they had during the finals. But anyway. Speaking of of that saga. No, we can't. Oh, we can't? No, you can can do it after the break. I'm happy to do that. What do you want to tease it? Tease it. Matthew Nix. When I asked that question, where did that all What land? question? Well, we, we thought it would happen around Christmas. Oh, when Crows he, are when saying... Roach, this is a tease. Oh, okay. We'll come back to it. Well, Roach. what you need to say is, why hasn't he signed? Yes. Roach will tell you afterwards. The Hyundai SUV sale event is on now. Offers available. Visit your local Hyundai showroom today. The Run Home with Kimbo and the Roach. on a Tuesday afternoon, if you're thinking of getting a new car, well, pop into your local Hyundai dealer. They are absolute rippers. Beautiful day outside, 22.3 degrees. We're live and interactive. You can send the text through on 0427 154 166. That's thanks to Mourn Team. Uh, 
They are your local dealers down at Cheltenham, Rich. Great spot on Port Road. Just before we get to our next guest, a reminder, breakfast tomorrow morning with Mark Bickley and Jared Walsh every Tuesday to Thursday from 6am to 8.30 on the show tomorrow, Asava Rata Galea. Tune in for that Interesting. one. All right, looking forward to chatting to our next guest, Rooch. We've been in the caper for a while. He has had one of the more publicised starts to a sporting career than we mm. have seen. Yep. Uh, he joins us now from Encounter Bay Footy Club down on the Fleurio, Jason Horn Francis. Hello, Jace. Hey, lads, how are you? Thanks for having me on. No, no thanks for joining us. Pleasure. We love it. Uh, how's it been down there? I believe you got down there this morning. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. We've been um, we've been out all day. Um, you know, we've we've visited over twenty schools um, throughout the whole the whole squad, and um, you know, it's been a, it's been a great way to get the kids involved. And um, you know, we we love being down here interacting with them, so it's been awesome. Yeah, it's a beautiful initiative, and it's a great thing that all the AFL clubs do, getting out of the country communities. Hey, how's the uh, body? We said before your career's been much publicised. How's how's the body? How are the calves? How are you tracking this year? Yeah, no, body's all good. Um, calves are calves are going along nicely. Um, you know, everything tracked along really well, and they're they're all good now. So um, that's good. And you know, my my back from last year's all good now. Um, so you know, going along really well and um, running out full sessions on the track. So you know, I can't be happier with the way the way that I've started. Okay, Jason, year one at North Melbourne. So much is either myth or fact. Let it go. Yep. Second year at Port Adelaide, really challenging for you. The way in which you were treated by opposition supporters was challenging. What do you expect in year three? Where are you going to be better physically and mentally for your third year of AFL footy? Yeah, um, I think these first two years have set me up, I guess, really nicely. You know, mm-hmm. the things that, that I've been through and stuff. Um, I think it's really helped me and, you know, helped me mature as a player and as a person as well. So, you know, I think, you know, year three will be will be um, a well prepared year for me. I feel like um, I feel like hopefully can play some good footy, but definitely you know the the mental side of mm. of footy. Um, you know, I'll really hopefully be in good stead for that. So, you know, like I said, I'm really excited to get into it. And um, yeah, I, I, Dad Dad's always said to me that it's 80 percent in your head and 20 percent on the field. And I think mm. I've said that a couple of times before. Mm. So um, you know that. You find that out pretty quickly, and I found that out within the first two years. So, no, it's good to get that, I guess, exposure, and now hopefully I'm well prepared. Yeah, well, they say what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Mm. Uh, I don't know if it was presumptive by Roach, but uh, did it affect you, the, the booing? I bloody loved it. Oh, not for you, for, <laughs> um, for me. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, guess it, I guess it gave me that little bit of drive on field, I mm. guess, you know. Um, but, you know, besides that, it didn't affect me too much, like, it was obviously tough, and um, sometimes um, I did I didn't get it sometimes from yeah. like, especially from other teams, but I also still did understand it a bit. But um, it was definitely a surprise. But you know, I feel like um, yeah, I feel like I dealt with it dealt with it pretty well. And um, you know, if it comes again, I'll be prepared for it. And you know, I've been speaking to people around the club like Trav, and just about accepting things. And yeah. you know, that's something that I'll have just have to accept and. Um, you know, hopefully, yeah, well prepared for it this time. So, Jason, when you go looking for that answer, which is about the eighty percent above the shoulders, who do you turn to? Um, yeah, my my dad. So he's he's the main the main um, the main driver of that. He told me from, you know, when footy started to get really serious in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he was the bloke I turned to turned to all the time, and um, he's helped me through heaps. And he's the one that put that in my head and. You know, whenever I need someone to talk to, to vent to, um, he's always there for me. 
um, or not having not having him around the I guess the club. Um, Kenny's Kenny's a massive one for me mm. that um, I can go and talk to any time. You know, I think a lot of a lot of boys have said that he's a, that he's a father figure um, mm. to a lot of us, and he, he's definitely one to me. So. Um, yeah, he's he's a huge one that I can turn to any time, and you know I had a, I had a chat with Travis, Travis um, this week as well, Boke. So, you know he's also one that um, is a mate and a teammate that to me that I can turn to you know any time. So I've got I'm very thankful and lucky that I've got a great support crew and uh, mates around me that I can turn to. We've got some incredible memories of you and Ken Inkley, particularly the embrace after a game last year. In the rain. Yeah. Now, is there a theme or a thought or something that Ken said to you that's going to stick with you for the rest of your life? Yeah, Ken's, Ken's taught me, he's taught me a lot of lessons at my first year at the club, you know. Um, I think in that game, it was, it was you might not have to be having the best game um, but you can you can change it really quick in one quarter, and mm. you know that's kind of what he said to me after the game in that in that instance. Um, so yeah, I've learned I've learned a lot of things off him, and you know he's um, he's been there for me when I needed it. So I can't thank him enough for what for what he's done. All right, last one on you because it can be awkward. You've been compared to a lot of players for a player that's so young. Uh, we've heard that you like Buckley, Rashudo, Dangerfield. Who do you think you like? Um. Oh well, you know they're the the um, players that you named. They're all unreal players, and um, you know you always have that that bloke that you looked up to when you were when you were young. And you know, obviously, mine was my dad, and um, Nat Fife was was my guy. Yeah. And you know, if I can strive to be you know half as good as what what all them players that you named were, um, you know, I'll be happy. I just want to be the best player that I can be, and you know, hopefully we can we can get some success this year. But, yeah, the ultimate goal is to just play some good footy and hopefully we can um, have some success as a team. So, yeah, try not to compare myself to anyone who put that much pressure on me. But um, No, no, not a comparison, yeah, just in game style. All right, we'll make so, it easy. So the net five one's interesting because Kim earlier in the show pointed out you're not going to spend all your time in the middle because Porter got so many yep. options there. But mm. we know how net five was so hard to match up when he went forward. Not, not a great kick and yep. goal, but he was difficult to match up. Do you see the same unfolding in your game? Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah, I feel like I can. I feel like I've got some weapons up forward that I could definitely use. You know, my speed, um, my marking that I mm. haven't really showed as as yet. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely feel like I've got a lot of weapons, and uh, I guess a yeah, a hard a hard matchup up forward. Um, I guess for opposition teams. So, you know, hopefully I can utilize it, that this year. And uh, I know Kenny's um, really looking forward to me playing me down there and. You know, giving me that split between midfield and forward, so I can't wait. Very excited to see Port Adelaide perform this year. Let's talk about some of the new boys at the club. Give us an update. Jordan Sweet from the Bulldogs. Yeah, he's been good. Um, he's a he's a competitive beast. He is. I think. Yeah, all of the players that we picked up are just competitive and love to compete. So you know, that's that's the main thing at our club that we that we love. We all we all love to compete, and you know, Sweetie's been. Um, you know, big for us, well, me, especially as, as a midfielder. I know all the other midfielders, we're, mm. we're lucky enough to get two new Ruckman in. So, um, you know, we couldn't wait to, to meet him and get stuck into things, and he hasn't hasn't let us down. So, um, yeah, can't be more happier with him. It's going to be interesting how they're positioned and how they're played, but I think Ivan Soldo is going to be huge for the club this year. How's he looking on the track? Yeah, big Ivan. He's, um, oh, he's been awesome. Um, he, hasn't, he hasn't trained. He um, hurt his finger... I think in our on our camp up in Gold Coast, so we we didn't get to see him too much. But he's come back for these past I think week and a half, and yeah, wow, he's been, he's been dominating. He has on the track, so 
um, it's been it's been fun to play with. Um, you know, out in the midfield, it's it's good when you have a ruckman that's just tapping it down your throat the whole time. That that really helps. Um, so yeah, he's been yeah, like I said, he's been he's been awesome and um, he's been great to play with. And a bit of a character, we believe. Yeah, yeah, he's a big character. Um, so he's good, he's good value to have around the club. Second time lucky for Asava Radigalia because it was a long, challenging road to get out of Geelong to Port Adelaide. He got there the second time round. What's he presented once he's got to Alberton? Um, he's just presented this um, big, tall, big, tall man down back that you can't really get through. Um, okay. You know, him, him playing him and Aaliyah on the same team. Um, Especially when I'm in the opposite team, I'm thinking, how are we going to get through this? Um, I feel like they're just already they just the the backline's gelled so well with him, and he's understood how everyone plays, especially down back. So um, you know he's he's fitting um, you know really well, and yeah, like I said again, I can't wait for see what he does, especially with with the backline we've got, and yeah, he's going to slot right in. Mm. We're talking the backline, Brenner Zerk Thatcher. I'm a huge fan. How's he tracking? Yeah, one again. He's um, he's he's a, he's a good one. He's he's throwing his body everywhere at training at the moment. Um, every pack mark you, you see, he's in there and either marking it or bringing it to the ground or something. So um, he's been yeah great to watch from afar as well. Um, you know, just his aerial ability and you know his decision making as well um, is really good. So yeah, um, it's good, good. It's going to be good to see these boys debut for the first time and I can't wait to you know be out there playing with them. Well largely because of you to get you to the club uh, the club only had some very late draft picks <laughs> and we had one of them on the show and he was <laughs> yeah. an absolute bloody yeah. ripper Tommy Alphabet, how's he going? Pick 48 from the Geelong Falcons Yeah, Tommy Alphabet yeah, um, he's um, oh, he's been good, he's a little pocket rocket he's, um, I think he's, he's one of the fittest at the club already, um, just his running capability is, is, I mean something I haven't seen before from a first-year bloke that come into the club. So I know I definitely wasn't like that. So for him to come in, you know, the shape that he's in and him covering the ground, um, you know, all, you know, he's a first-year boy. He's got a lot to learn. So um, I think, you know, he's already got a good foundation set up for him. So I think in, he's, like all the first-year boys, they're all asking, you know, they're all asking questions. They all want to get better. So that's the main thing that you want from, you know, young boys coming in. And um, so all, all of them have been, have been awesome with uh, asking questions and just wanting to get better. So... But yeah, Tommy. Tommy has been um, a great addition to him covering the ground and um, his speed, speed to get out and chase people and put pressure on has been unreal. Jason, one of the buzz themes of AFL footy is about connection, zone by zone. Not always easy for Port, and we saw that at the end of last year when it didn't continue on in the straight sets exit from the finals. But how, how have you worked on that on the summer of reconnecting defence, midfield, and forwards? Yeah, I think I think the um, the main thing in finals and about finals footy is that you need that you need that experience and that exposure to it. And I think a lot of us a lot of us young boys um, and even the older boys we've we've got more exposure to it as well, um, having last year playing in a, two finals games. So you know I think just just that is gonna is gonna help us um, for this year leading up. And you know we're we're still trying to evolve our game plan and work on things that will make us better and. Um, defend better, move the ball better. So I think this year alone is just going to help us um, connect, mature up and we're going to be um, yeah, hopefully more prepared than we were last year for, for this final series and hopefully we can do, do one better. Your second year at Port Adelaide and your second captain already, Connor Rosie. Uh, how's that been, that change? Yeah, he's been good. Um, he's been awesome. I think he said um, that he's 
had to have some hard conversations with people and that's what Tom was being a captain. I haven't had one of them luckily yet, but um, yeah, no, he's been awesome. Him and Zach um, leading the way. It's just good to have some, it's good to have some young, some young, um, some young developing leaders at the club that are, that are just taking it upon themselves and, um, you know, wanting to lead this footy club in the right direction. So, you know, I can only speak highly of, of both of them and Connor. Um, he's been awesome for the club at the moment. Uh, now, I'm trying to imagine Zach Butters having a hard conversation with anyone. Yeah, that's that's um, that's a fair call as well. Um, I can't see yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, me either, to be honest. Okay. Uh, Jace, what's on the agenda tonight? What have they got mapped out for you? Yeah, so we're, we're um, in Canada at the moment. We're, we're in the middle of our footy clinic now, so we've got um, a ton of kids down here at the moment and um, running heaps of clinics around here. All of our players are split up into into groups and we're just, um, you know, like I said, getting them, getting them um, involved with the footy and um, getting them out here kicking the footy. So that's what we've got tonight and that will go about to 6 o'clock, I think. So another hour or so of that. And then um, I think all, these, all I suppose are head off and get ready for tomorrow's tomorrow's session but and then leading into Friday's internal trial match. So I think all the boys are really excited for this week to come and um, I'm actually moving into my house tomorrow as well. So I just bought a new house and moving into that tomorrow. So I've got a busy week coming up. Who's going to be living with you? Uh, just my partner at the moment. I've, um, all the boys are all, I guess, booked out, and they're all, they're all, they've all got a place and settled down. So I'm going to have to wait till someone, someone pops up. But just me and my partner at the moment are moving in, so it should be um, exciting times to come. Oh, very much so. We wish you all the best with that. Uh, last couple of really quickies. Uh, the trial game uh, is it going to be try and be even, or will it be first picked against the rest? Yeah, it's a good question. Um, I'm, I'm not sure at the moment. I, I think, I think, thinking on last year, I think we might have done. Um, maybe the one side versus two side for the first half, yeah, maybe, yeah. and then switch it up. But I'm, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure at the moment. So and, we'll just have to wait and see. And a really tricky one to finish. All right. well, what is your nickname, and what do the boys call you? Is it the Hornet or the Horn Dog? What do you prefer? Yeah, I get it. I get a bit thrown away. I get yeah, Hornet. Um, Hornet's the main one. Horny's another one. <laughs> Um, you know, there's a, there's a scene with with Horn on the last name, so yeah, I get I get a bit of that. Then um, Kenny calls me Toey, which oh. is if you if you're in Melbourne, you would you would know that as well. So I get there's a few. Kenny loves making up nicknames for everyone that comes okay. to the club. So if you ask Kenny, he'll he'll have he'll have plenty going for you. Now, Jason, we remember those finals for South Adelaide at Adelaide Oval, and you looked like more than more than a bull among men in that league. Have you beefed up even more over the summer? If it was that possible? Yeah, I've definitely tried to. Um, I think for me, for me in the in the off season was just to get myself fit because I knew that I wasn't mm. at my my fittest at that time. And um, yeah, like you said, I feel like I was um, a pretty strong competitor as well. But that yep. didn't didn't stop me from working on that. But yeah, definitely honed down on my fitness and getting that getting that right. And hence why I went with Trav over to America and. Mm did a lot of things with him so I knew he was the top runner at the club and he still is and you know I just try to do everything with him because because he's the he's the best at it at the moment so um but yeah definitely try to get myself a bit stronger and faster and fitter so um yeah hopefully it can it can show this year. Hey Jace what did you learn over there was anything different? Yeah I just I just learned I just learned a lot of a lot of traveling about the way he prepares and um, how he looks after his body. You know, he's, he's 35 years of age now mm. and he's still humming around the track like he's doing something right. And I just learned, learned the, yeah, the way he prepares and even just for a running session in the morning that we did, um, you know, how professional he was. You know, I learned all that stuff of him and 
you know, hopefully I can just keep maturing up like that and um, learning new things off him and other people, like leaders at the club. So, yeah, I learned a lot over there and it was great experience and exposure for me to get that um, go over there at such a young age and get the experience of things and do the training that we did. Um, yeah, I can't thank Trav enough for inviting me over there and taking me over there. It was an awesome trip. He trains very hard, we know that, but he also likes a good time. Surely he had a night out. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, we we spent two and a half weeks over there, so we we did get some we get to get some fun nights over there and watched a few watched an NBA game an NFL game um, had some nice dinners. So yeah, he he made sure he took me out to the best places out there, which I really appreciated. Um, so yeah, I think I might be going back there next year as well. Oh, well, Jace, we really appreciate you making the time to chat to us today. All the best down there at the Encounter Bay Footy Club tonight and over the next couple of days and all the work you're doing within the community there. Look forward to chatting you throughout the year and can't wait to see you out there on the field. Mm. Thank you. No, thanks, lad. Thanks for having me on. Thanks, Absolute pleasure. Jason Horn Francis. Uh, what a ripping young man. Yes. yes He's why opposition supporters booed him. It's just silly. I get they the North Melbourne one. I'll always get that, okay? We, we understand People that. are sheep. Sheep. Yeah, mm. they are. They just do That's done a bit of damage just recently, hasn't it? Sheep out there. People who don't think and just follow the herd. Who? Well, the Adam Goods one. I'm... Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. I thought yeah. you were referring to something. No, well, you've seen what's week. been going on. It's sporting arenas yeah, all around the world. It was years ago. No, oh, but it's carried on all around the world as well with some of the racist stuff that you see in European football. Sheep. That was the sheep. Mm. We're not the smartest people in the world. No. Who is then? (sighs) Your sister is. Animals. They're very sincere animals. Dogs. Dogs are beautiful. Your your goat's doing very well as well. Yeah, you've named the people that just joined us. Uh, Roach informed me yesterday that he's named a goat after me, a goat in in Italy. It's made me feel very nervous. Oh. Hey, um, tomorrow morning, as I mentioned, the Sava Radagalia will be on the yes. Brecky show. Tomorrow, Rooch, looking forward to it, uh, Ashton Moyer. Now, he was the lad that was drafted, can you remember? It went to Carlton from Glenelg. Kicks That's left, right. Right, yes. Doesn't matter. Doesn't That's know right. what he kicks yes. with. Bit of Brian Cunningham about it. Yes. And a lad we always enjoyed chatting to, I thought it was a little stiff to be delisted from ah, Essendon, yes. uh, Will Snelling, mm. who has now gone back to Sturt. Yeah. So we'll have a chat Tough to game, him. the AFL, isn't it? Yeah, it certainly is. Uh, how much time we got? Uh, I reckon we've got time just quickly. Our coverage tonight starts at 6.30 for each of the T20, the Australian last one. Against, yeah. uh, here's Ben Horn. He's a news journalist for News Corp mm-hmm. talking about the likely inclusion of Jake Fraser McGurk tonight. The way he performed in the Big Bash and also the one-day cut where he scored that amazing uh, double century, it, it, you know, that was certainly a summer that warranted an Australian core up and let's have a look at this guy. So I think that's what they've done. And um, no, I think they've got it just about right. And the one that's caught everyone off guard is Wes Agar's possible inclusion. Here he is talking to Jared Waitley about that. Look, it is strange. Um, you know, when you have that kind of season for your club and then you're getting picked for your country. But I do think 2020 cricket does lend itself to that sort of thing. It can be a bit based on style and... Um, you know, perhaps the Australian team are looking for something different than what the strikers were at that, at that point. But look, it is a strange one, I've got to say. Uh, a lot of people a are saying that. One. We wish him all the best. <laughs> right. All he has to do is get four overs right. It's not asking much, is it? But it is a dead rubber, though, isn't it? So you might well, as well try It doesn't matter. Yeah, you, you might as well try You're representing yeah. your country. I'm saying. 
Our Give him the opportunity in such a moment. Yeah, our coverage starts at 6.30, the T20 game. Australia taking on the West Indies at Optus Stadium. Peter Vlahos and Brad Hogg, former Ooh. Australian player. Listening in. Good fella, Hoggy. Hey, Kane Corns is back. He's on next. His special guest, Bryce Cotton, perhaps the highest paid basketballer in Australia. He has been a sensation for the Perth Wildcats. That's coming up next. Apologies for the technical problems. You can download everything on the app and our podcast. We'll do it all again tomorrow. Hey, Don't forget to say sorry, kid. What about? Anything. We're all sorry. You're an idiot sometimes. That was another edition of The Run Home with Kimbo and the Rooch. If you missed any of the show, just search Kimbo and the Rooch on the SEN app or wherever you find your podcasts.